It's Friday. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> we are live, baby. We're live with the Hello. one and only, the one and only beard video himself, Mr. Fraser. Gotcha. How you doing? Hello. Dude? Hello. <laughs> ginger, ginger nuts is here. Um, ginger nuts. <laughs> hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Let's, I'm uh, having, I'm having a great time already. I don't know about you. I'm, I am. I'm you're you're pumped. And ready and raring to go for the weekend. That's yeah. that's an awful lot of enthusiasm, mate. For uh, oh, for big time. I go big. Fridays are um, Fridays Huge. are always always the quiet day for me. Actually, I never do any work on Friday. I always get super bored. But it's snowing outside, which means it's officially Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, and I'm 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 feeling good. I'm feeling excited for the Christmas period for once because. I need some kind of happiness in my life at the moment. With, <laughs> I with think COVID, it's not, mate, I, it's not I fun. Think, uh, yeah, I think everyone does at this uh, this juncture in uh, in life. What up, peeps? We've got uh, Jack is on the line. Mr. Gaysford has how's it going, dude? Uh, we've got Liz. Happy Friday to you too, Liz. Uh, we've got Paul Rushton in as well. Morning, morning, Nick and Ed Sheeran. Paul has said, "Yes, you get that every time I get all the time. <laughs> ever since, ever since growing the beard." <laughs> My my guests are always sassy, always sassy. Yeah, ever since ever since growing the beard, I um, yeah, it, it was like 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 a year, maybe like a year and a half ago. I grew a bit before that. I looked like a thumb with hair, um, <laughs> and and then I and then I grew, uh, I grew the beard because I could never grow a beard before. That was like I was stuck in puberty for like. <laughs> five years of my life and then suddenly i could grow a beard and i was like oh my goodness this is amazing and now i'm ed sheeran or i get um prince harry all the time nothing like prince harry but he's a ginger guy with a beard so you could do yeah could do. that means prince, i'm prince, prince harry look like um i was saying yeah. to fraser before before we started the uh the office next door is lovely and toasty warm and i come out here to the studio to do the podcast and i am my my nipples are like bullets at the moment it is absolutely no, freezing in here. i'm i'm <laughs> toasty at home in my work from home uh office two full days of filming and now i'm just like i'm in my i'm, I'm in my yeah i'm in my sweatpants i've got a hoodie on <laughs> I am not going anywhere now. That's like one of the main benefits, I think, from like working from home is that obviously like I love being in the office and I really miss being in the office actually, but because there's more than one of us, it's very difficult to kind of socially distance and everything. So um, yeah. we've found that we kind of go in where we really need to. The rest of the time working from home, thankfully with our job, we can do it. But one of the benefits is I can just stay in my stay in my scruffs all day. This is, this is why I have freelancers. I don't have to, go, I don't have to physically come into contact with anyone. That's the dream. That's the dream. If I if I could if I could lay Nick off happily, fifty percent owner in the company, no worries. Get rid of him. Gone. Right, we're going to because uh, because time's a waste, and we're going to jump into uh, into the question. So I I kind of went over the, how the show format works. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Yeah. Um. Then we're going to open the floor up to questions. So if anyone's got any any um questions for Fraser or myself, pop them down in the in the comments section, and then uh, we'll get those answers for you. And then we go into the last bit of the show, which is the quick fire movie quiz round. So let's uh, let's get straight into it. Um, so, how did you how did you first kind of discover um, LinkedIn, and what kind of attracted you to the the platform? Um, I don't know. It, I mean, I, I make very little content on LinkedIn now, to be totally honest. Um, sadly, um, but 
What did I do? I was scrolling around. I probably saw someone like Jack, I think, actually making making some videos, and I was like, "Hey, I can do that." Um, and so that's what I that's what I started to do. I just set up the camera, chat shit for three minutes, and then edit it down. <laughs> and hey, presto! And then I, but I mean, before that, we were doing the social rundown. That was like the major thing. It's been going for like three years now, churning yep. it out every week, and. I think as soon as I realized that people were uploading more content to LinkedIn, then I started uploading it to there and it got a bit of a following. And then, you know, we've kind of carried on with that, even though I'm not making that much content throughout the week. But I have to say when I was making more content, more people watched Social Rundown. It was really great. But now it's like people know to come on a, well, what is at the moment a Monday because we're trialing it out on a Monday instead of a Friday. Um, Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's... um, yeah, probably from like watching Jack or someone. I think I think Jack was probably the first person I came around, and then I befriended him, forced him to be my friend. Um, and <laughs> At now, gunpoint. Yeah, exactly. And now we send voice notes to each other on a daily basis, um, being sad about how little work we have, which is really exciting. Um, it's exciting to have somebody in your life which also shares, uh, shares the same worries on a daily basis as you, which is which is great. I think, um, yeah, I think uh, COVID's kind of affected uh, a lot of people in that in that regard. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I think that's how I found you. Where actually was was from the uh, the social so, social social uh, rundown. Uh, social rundown. I can't my t- yeah my my tongue's gone there uh, gone gone. I it's frozen it's to the roof of my mouth. Yeah, it's frozen. <laughs> it's like when it freezes to a um, to a to a lamp post. A lamp post. Yep. <laughs> Um, so uh, tell us about your tell us about your whole kind of video journey. How did you like not not just from LinkedIn, but how did you kind of what shank. attracted you? To, yeah, where, um, where did you start? I started making YouTube videos as a uh, early teenager, um, and I loved. I just loved the fact that you could put something on the internet and people could watch it, and it was like this place for your creations to go. And I think that really got me into making videos. The whole I used to you know mess about with my. Uh, you know, with my parents' video camera, learn how yep. to like record those videos from a tape into a computer using a Firewire cable. Oh, tapes and um, Firewire cables! Now yeah. you're talking <laughs> mini DV tapes or the whole thing. Uh, so that's like how I how I learned my early craft. And then I took like media in in high school. I was like the first year to do media, and I was it was it was it was just like great. I could make stuff and get graded for it. And then I went to college and studied um, just video production. So I already knew what I wanted to do. I you know I kind of knew that's where I wanted to go, and it was great doing this because that's all I did. I did it was a BTEC, so that's literally I just did that every single day, and it was great. Uh, And then that's where I met Nick. Uh, we worked together. We got hired to make the college uh, video, and we got paid for it. So that for us, we were like, "Oh my god, we can actually get paid!" For you doing... can get paid for this stuff. Yeah, I was like, "This is this is banging." The dream. Yeah, exactly. At, at like that point, I wanted to be a traditional like film director or a cinematographer and all that stuff. And then, yeah. then I left college. I took a gap year because um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know whether university was the right step. I didn't know this and that. And then during that. Me and Nick carried on doing some freelance stuff for like 50 quid for like an event video or something, you know, filmed mm-hmm. on like a 550D, you know, like the, the you know, the pinnacle of like Canon DSLR back in the day. And then, and then I ran out of money. So I thought, let's go to university. That's some free money. Um, so 
<laughs> so I went to university, um, studied filmmaking at Manchester Art School, um, and I lied to the student loan company saying that I was living away when I was actually living at home so that I got the full student loan of somebody living in halls and then I genius and then I bought a cinema camera so um and then <laughs> and then and then me and Nick just used that while I was in uni to do some bits and bobs then I left and then we landed our first contract like within the first three months and we were like happy days here we go yeah and then it just spurred on from there slowly but surely uh, and then we've started to niche down a little bit. It's It's been a long journey, but I think one which is very familiar for a lot of people that they realize that they can actually do this stuff as a job. And then yeah. it takes them by surprise. And then they, you know, slowly end up, you know, going freelance or building your own company. Or it's, everyone, I feel like everyone my age has a very similar story, I think now. Yeah, I, I, by the sound of it, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite similar to mine as well. So mm. I think, yeah, I think um, a lot of creatives, <clears throat> a lot of creatives it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, how do you think you've kind of grown so quickly on the uh, on the platform, on LinkedIn? On LinkedIn, I think mostly thanks to Jack's help from liking and commenting on my stuff in the early days and us collaborating and stuff. I think that really helped. Uh, but I think like last year when I was making consistent stuff all the time, you know, that really helped. You know, because it was yeah. it was kind of that heyday of LinkedIn where you could really you know crank out some some stuff uh, you know and actually get numbers straight away, which was really good. Um, yeah. But I think you know, kind of slowly, I've stopped posting content, so that means that you know that growth isn't really there anymore. But I remember one time I made a, um, I made like a sketch thing. It was like I can't remember what it was. It was like something. Um, something you hear in like creative meetings and stuff and it was just like the cheesy stuff you know that people say it was like sketch stuff because i saw other people do it and i was like you know what this is like the type of stuff that i used to love to do on youtube so let's give it a go on there and that like blew yeah. up absolutely blew up and that i got a ton of ton of followers from and then i realized that you can actually go viral on linkedin which was bizarre um yeah and then after that work picked up and i slowly forgot about <laughs> linkedin uh, but i think I think the social rundown has really helped because everyone knows that I make the social rundown. People share it all the time. People make videos about the social rundown, which is super cool to see. Uh, yeah. So I think that like staying consistent and people knowing what what they can come for. You know, it's it's like the TV. You know, right? You know, now at nine o'clock on ITV is I'm a celeb, right? That's why you yes. know that's why people love to yeah. watch live TV because they know, you know. So it's a brand brand awareness thing, isn't yeah. it? You're you're showing up, you're being consistent. Um oh, we've got Aaron. Aaron's in the house. This is awesome. You are awesome too, Aaron. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've I've never heard uh, of you, but yeah, sure. He's awesome. <laughs> uh Mark Mark Lawrence has said, Why have you stopped making content? I think it, it's 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 a similar question. It's a similar answer to a lot of people have, is that it's just got super busy. Like Fraggle Productions is just me, Nick, and Hannah, and Hannah works across another company as well that we own. So it's like it, it's it's pretty full on for everyone, and especially in times like this where we're super busy trying to keep the lights on, that you kind of have to narrow down what it is that's working, what's not working, and divide your time up properly. And yeah. as much as I'd love to say that you know I was getting tons of leads from LinkedIn. I wasn't right. It, it was great for my ego and it was great for, you know, brand awareness. 
Um, yeah. But the leads weren't coming in. That was, you know, partly could have been my fault, you know, that I wasn't doing the right stuff. But, you know, I think now I've kind of got, got to the stage where I know that the social rundown works. People really like it. I get, you know, people messaging me saying, oh, yeah, I found you from the social rundown. Are you available to do this? Like, I know that the social rundown brings in leads, right? So. Yeah. I carry on doing that. But then the other stuff, like, don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd absolutely love to carry on making it. And I have plans for next year to, you know, to kind of make that and reuse the content kind of everywhere. Um, yeah. But, man, it is, yeah, it's just a slog when it's just you or two other people, you know, yeah. you really have to focus on It's hard on to, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard as a, as a business owner kind of devoting your time to, I think I'm kind of the, the sort of person that will i will literally go all in on something and tear it apart until i understand completely how it works um, yeah and then if i've given it my all then i'll i'll go okay well this isn't working um, yeah it's like like yeah. thousand percent energy yeah, into yeah one exactly thing, right? yeah I, I think i think the one thing that i've always hated it's the same you know like we used to grow a lot of instagram pages and facebook pages and stuff like that and it's like you rely so heavily on these platforms whether it's for income or for leads whatever and then the fact is, is they hold the key that they can just completely change everything and it just completely yeah. ruins your business plan. And I hate that. I, you know, I, mm. I feel like when you look at, um, you know, when you look at stuff like YouTube, it's basically been the same. And since day one, like the algorithms changed everything like that, but it's the biggest search engine in the world. Right. And search yeah. is the easiest way to get found. You don't have that on LinkedIn. You don't have that on, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, you know, you're basically just, you know, com completely and wholeheartedly just wanting to, you know, like that, you just need to search in these platforms. You're just completely relying on organic reach with other ones, which is really difficult because as soon as they take it away, you're kind of screwed. And I, yeah, you know, that, yeah. that, that, that's well, the one thing I, unless I don't you've, like. Unless you've, unless you've, yeah, you've been in there uh, when the gold rush was on and you've kind yeah, of built exactly, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think <laughs> even then, like, you know, they can, they can suddenly start yeah. limiting, you know, pretty much everything and, you know, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people at the moment are saying that organic reach is down on the platform and it's screwed and it's and it's over and everything else. Yeah. But I think that's only at the moment, weirdly, pertaining to video content because um, I'm still getting yeah. pretty good reach on my text posts. So yeah, it's, it, it's funny. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I, I think it all just comes from being consistent because I'm not consistent, and no matter how what what stuff I post, I get dreadful reach on it. And I think it is just because. You know, uh, my girlfriend's just come in. Sat I was just going to say, I can see here. <laughs> I'll move the camera. Hold on. You don't, you don't, <laughs> see, you don't get that on every live. Hold on a second, everyone. <laughs> um, there we go. It's all right, Chloe. You can. Uh, you can <laughs> ridiculous. You can derobe de now. Derobe. Yeah. <laughs> de um, yeah. So, so I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think the more consistent you are, the better that you know your reach is going to be overall, but it's always the same, right? Even with like, you know, with yourself, you're posting all the time. So I don't think LinkedIn cares what you post. I think it just wants to see that. You're yeah. Posting. It's just, it's just a hungry machine, isn't it? You just got exactly. to keep feeding the, the machine and it's going to, it's going to push it a bit more. For sure. Um, uh, Liz got a question. What's been the best piece of advice you've received about success? Um, quite I don't a, know. Quite That's a, a difficult question. question. That is a very broad question. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> Uh, if you, it depends what you categorize as success, doesn't it really? I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm successful on LinkedIn in the slightest, you know, when you look at some people are absolutely like killing it. And I imagine they're getting tons of work from it and everything like that. But I think, um, I think that if you, if you find that you'll categorize yourself as success, don't 
let that stop you from carrying on doing stuff. You need to, you know, you need to get on yeah. that and you need to, you know, carry on making stuff. Um, yeah. Cause then I, I that, think it helps. It, it, it helps having, yeah, it helps having targets uh, to hit and kind of maintaining those targets and kind of pushing through because you're, you're never going to be like, <clears throat> you know, I want to turn over 50 million and, that, and that's here yeah. and that's, you get to exactly. that point. It's like, you, you know, it's little, little yeah. baby steps all the way For up sure. to that. For sure, 100%. Stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, who are some of your, uh, oh, hold on a minute. No, I've skipped questions. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, People need to know all of these questions. <laughs> um, how how do you think the kind of uh i mean this is the obvious elephant in the room but how do, how do you think with a lot of social media platforms now that companies are starting to look at their social media presence and their digital presence how do you think covid's affected that do you think a lot of them have kind of gone into panic mode and kind of shit themselves to <laughs> like to, to 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 you know to, to put it bluntly all you have to do is look at you know like how many more people are spending money on Facebook and LinkedIn on adverts? Mm. You know, people are really crapping themselves now because they're really, you know, like it kind of baffles me. I saw the other day I was, I was driving to the office and I saw somebody opening a shop, like a new shop. And I was like, what are you playing at? This is like the worst time to ever start a, a like a high street business. Like, yeah. And people are, yeah, people are kind of crapping themselves because they're like, Oh, I, I never thought about having this, you know, having this doing this this, or, this thing know. called the internet that's been around since the 90s yeah, yeah we, like we didn't, it, we didn't feel like we needed to plug into that <laughs> yeah exactly it's you know what i i kind of understand if you're a traditional <clears throat> business it is really hard to kind of figure out what to do and you know like a lot of these traditional companies hiring a young person and think they're the key to working on on the internet but i think unless you're unless your business can work online you know like do you really my my question is if you're a charity shop right like why does your local charity shop need to be on the internet i don't think it does like I, i've never i've never understood i feel like some people just do social media for social media's sake because they feel like for the, it's a it. tick tick box and ex, a tick, yeah exactly a box ticking yeah. exercise God, exactly. my brain my, i think my brain's frozen in this room yeah and i and <laughs> And I think people need to think about that before they like, can I add value here? Can I actually do something which people will follow me for? Can I, you know, and the question, maybe you are a local charity shop and maybe you can add value, you know, like uh, my girlfriend just bought some clothes off Depop that was a charity shop on Depop. Yep. Like that's like the perfect, the perfect place. You know, like I don't know why, why more charity place. shops and stuff aren't doing that. But those kind of things are really open to kind of disruption as well because they've always been and they've always done what they've kind of done. And it's like, yeah. you know, if you, I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but if you took a traditional charity shop and kind of recycled those clothes online and made them kind of, you know, put them on a website where, where stuff looks a bit jazzier and, you know, younger people are yeah, exactly. uh, upcycling stuff, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this is the thing though. They, they thought, okay, hold on. So, I mean, if we just get a Facebook page, that's going to do absolutely nothing. Where can we be online and make money? Oh, well, people are using this Depop all the time to buy secondhand clothes. That's what we have <laughs> a crap ton of in the back. So let's photograph them. Let's get them on Depop. And hey, presto. Like, you know, it, yeah. it's that works so much better than them having a Facebook page or a Twitter and posting two, you know, two two days a week on it, right? It, 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 makes, yeah. it makes so much more sense. You know, so yeah, for for where they're going to devote their uh, their energy. Yeah, to. exactly, exactly. 
Um, why don't you think people kind of still yet understand the uh, the concept of kind of producing and controlling the content they put out on, on social media platforms as a sales tool? I mean, we get it. We understand it because that's the medium that we're in. But mm. why do you think most businesses don't understand it? Um, I think that they it's difficult for people to adjust. I think that's the main thing. You know, um, yeah. it's difficult for traditional businesses you know, just like Debenhams, exactly. Just like Debenhams, it's very difficult for them to adjust to these new times because they've been they've, they've they've done business in, you know, in a world without this being a main part. So they're just kind of used to it and they're just going with the flow. And it's not until something like COVID happens where it completely disrupts the entire world, not just your local area, the entire world. It's only then do you realize, you know, how how crazy one thing can completely change your business. You know, so I think that now people are starting to understand but before they just you know enjoy being ignorant to the fact that the world's changing i think i think that's what it is yes yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like we've been running at 100 miles now and we've just slammed into a wall now and it's like yeah oh, exactly okay, yeah, like, yeah yeah and it's yeah. like now you know you know now people are, you, you know but you, but you say that but then you look at like top shop are, are going broke like top shop yeah. Like, yeah, I but the, not... the same the same thing happened to uh, uh, this one always blows my mind. But Blockbuster, like yeah. back in the day, like how did how did they not think that mm -hmm. internet streaming and and was... video streaming would be a thing? Like yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but you know, but then you look at you know Topshop. Like I'd say that they were doing a pretty good job of adjusting with the you know with the target audience. You know, but apparently not. Apparently they weren't doing enough. You know, so. I think that proves that people might look from the outside that things are going great and you know everything's yeah. everything's brilliant, but actually behind the scenes they're bleeding bleeding money, hemorrhaging right? money. Well, exactly. that, that's the thing with larger companies as well is that um you know the the sheer scale. You like you look at something like Disney. If that started hemorrhaging cash, it would hemorrhage cash at a serious rate because it's mm -hmm. such a monster. And yeah. there's there's no chance of that ever happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, because it is. But... I think I think Disney. Are the perfect example of a company which has fully adjusted to the goings on, right? You know, just like and the goings know, like, on. I like, yeah, I like it, it's okay. Like for me, when they released Disney Plus, yeah, I was like, you know, I mean, for the first thing, they started slowly taking off all the Disney films off other platforms, and then you were like, oh, where are all these going? And then Where's, suddenly, what's going on? hey, yeah, Disney yeah. Plus is going to be here. It's going to have all your favorite stuff, and it's going to have exclusives on it, all this stuff. And now at Christmas, they, they, you know, they've got like three headline films that are streaming on there because they know that people are just going to be sat at home, you know, yeah. and, and and like they adjusted, you know, and they always do. Disney are, in, are an incredible company that just managed to just like you know just change with everything that's going on constantly all the time yeah i i'd, I'd imagine they've got a large team of people that are all already uh, like consistently kind of doing r d yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the millions of pounds <laughs> that they put into r d that helps yeah definitely. yeah but oh this is going to be a thing that's going to be a thing this yeah. is going to be a thing um their user experience though is, is something um that they've always got right i think disney but um one little thing i remember firing up the disney plus app oh it's and, crap uh, no, 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 I love it. Oh, in terms really? Of, in, in kind of setting it up, like most, most, um, most services, like things like Netflix, uh, YouTube, whatever else, you've got to log into them, put your email address in, put your password, put two-factor authentication if you need to. Disney Plus app, fire it up. You you open up a version of it that you've already got on another device, so it's on my yeah, smartphone. It goes, oh, okay, true. yeah, you're already logged in here. Bosh, logs you in. Yeah, so like that but... literally. 
I can't stand the search function and everything like that. I think Netflix have that absolutely down, but I think that's from the years of being in that space. Right? Yeah, it's, it's it, it it, and with, and algorithmically they're um yeah they they've got it nailed. Uh, Netflix and and Disney will nail it as well. But their user experiences for for a, a brand new app, it's uh, yeah, it's that's pretty, true. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, true that the Disney Plus uh, logo bugs me. Bugs Why? me. <laughs> I don't. Know. It just annoys him. Just, what, what is, I, I think that dancer, dancer design, design uh, person. So yeah. What is the Disney Plus logo? Disney Plus. It's just Disney with the plus it's at the Disney end. Disney with the plus. <laughs> creative. <laughs> creative. Let's let us know why, Dan. Let us know why yeah, it bugs you. I want, you. We I want know a, why full, it bugs you a full video being made. Why I hate the Disney Plus logo. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, what do you? Uh, what? do you love the most about about this platform in particular about linkedin about linkedin um i like i like how it's very easy to connect with people and you know obviously the whole nature of it is that you know you can connect with people and you can chat to them you know but you know like jack you know like jack is somebody which i would you know call a good friend now you know and it's just come from us working in the same space and you know being able to relate on that stuff and you know yeah. i think that you know i I think that's a benefit of it. Not so much, you know, I find connecting with other people in my field, you know, like you much more rewarding than, you know, trying to sell someone something, you know, because although a lot of people are the, you know, are your competitors, I, yeah. I never you see people learn. as yeah, you your competitors. Yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah. you can learn so much from them and what they do, you know, like the, you know, I, I've always said that if someone is going to hire me, they're going to hire me. They're not going to go to someone else they found on LinkedIn. They, you know, they're going to hire me because, yeah. you know, maybe they like the ethos of our company. They like, you know, they feel yeah. like they've got to know me. They've, you know, yeah. right. So there's much more than just the company. No, no one can do. do to... Yeah. No one can do what you do the way you do it, except you. So it's, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's a re re really good book I'm reading at the moment, actually, called uh, Key Person of Influence, which is is a good good read. Have a, have I, a read of that if you, if I you am read still reading a year on uh, the book about <laughs> Pixar, so probably not the best. Okay, uh, which um, uh, that's uh, Creativity Inc. Is that is that the yes, one? that's the one. It's a cracking it's a book, book, but I'm, I have book. dyslexia both in numbers and words. So audio books, dude. Game I know changer. I've been thinking about that, but then I bought a Kindle and I do kind of like it really does take my mind off it reading. Although I'm slow at it, if I'm really stressing out, I do kind of like sitting down and reading. Uh, I have thought about doing the old audio books, but I feel yeah. like it takes a bit of the magic out of it. Like, you know, it, do, it does like... a little bit, but I, I, I do it on my, I like I walk into work, so I whack them on the headphones while I'm walking into work, or if I'm doing the school run, I whack it on in the car. So yeah. it's always, it's always kind of going because, yeah, you it's put it's your hard kids the through bit. the pain of listening to some no, no, boring reading. We, 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 no, we listened to, we listened to My Little Pony this morning on the way to Cracking. school, and then, it's, it, and then, and then uh, when you know, I dropped off, good, good then one, we went, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you went serious, and then I went serious mode, so yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, yeah, maybe one day I'll try. It's just more money as well. I can't be bothered spending more money on an audiobook subscription. The we're, the we're, Alan Partridge we're... podcast is definitely kind of edging me towards signing up to Audible just for that, to be honest. Yeah, um, Audible Audible is pretty good. We're, we're discussing uh, audio books at the moment, Luke. I don't know how we went off on a, a bit of a Yeah, we've... We've we've we we've been everywhere. We've been around the houses today in the half an hour we've been speaking. We've covered like two actual questions, I think. 
um no my tree is not up yet because my daughter wants to go on her last day of school which i think is the 16th she wants to go out and get a real christmas tree but by then it might be too late so we no, uh, 16th that's not too late yeah you say that but like covid at the moment it's like a zombie that's apocalypse true. out there Everything everyone just gets stripped off the shelves oh, oh yeah. it's christmas i must take everything for myself because <laughs> everyone, the world will end on january everyone, the 1st <laughs> everyone put the christmas trees up like first of november it was crazy i mean i understand why don't get me wrong anything to cure the depression but you know like it's um we haven't put ours up yet i think maybe this weekend we'll do it but we always put up the I, same tree every single weekend uh, Every single year, same tree goes up. Uh, we haven't bought a real one in a very long time. 16th know, is um, too late, Luke said. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, yeah. He did, Luke's on he it. Did says, he did say it's too late. There's so many people who have been putting up trees, though, in November, like trees, and and um, I'm a big stickler for that. I'm like, it, it ain't December yet. Like, just don't it has do to be it. December at least. Yeah. yeah at at least, very like, minimum, yeah. bare minimum. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, God, it's sticking now, the snow. I mean, this is Christmas tree time. Let's it's do it. Christmas time. Oh, God. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of excited for Christmas for once. I don't know why. I don't understand why, Claire, we told this because people are depressed and they need something to get them out of the depression and Christmas. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, it's either stick a gun in your mouth or, or put a tree it's, up. It's one or the other. Basically. It is one or the other. There, there's no Pretty in between. Pretty much, Claire. The, so, yeah. There's no in between now. That's it. Yeah, I'm November um, the twelfth. Why not? I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> you were uh, you you mentioned um, uh, Jack, uh, obviously Mr. Gaysford, who, yep. who I know quite well as well. I've, I've had a had a beer with, with uh, Mr. G. But any other um, content creators on the platform that you particularly like? Uh, yourself, I'm always keeping up with uh, the Kardashians. No, keeping up with uh, <laughs> keeping up with your content. Um, um rebecca big fan of her written posts even though they never yep. come up in my feed for some bizarre reason uh i'm not sure why but um <laughs> yeah i mean not i i have definitely taken a step away from linkedin i definitely don't um don't use it and consume on it as much as i used to but when i do it's not with the same people coming up which i'm happy the same people are coming up because it's the people that i regularly watch anyway so at least the platform's kind of getting to know me algorithmically um, it's serving up the same yeah same, yeah same so i i never really end up finding anybody new it's mm -hmm. always kind of the same people which is fine but you know it's um it, it does get a bit boring seeing the same people all the time <laughs> linkedin definitely needs to sort out sort out the recommendations a little bit i think rebecca says so glad i tuned in myself <laughs> big time We're talking, talk, talking about putting guns in our mouth yeah, uh, yeah i mean claire said it's, it's, i'll take the guns <laughs> So oh, happy days, <laughs> happy days. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Uh, I mean, I, this one's always difficult. But what one? Uh, like any any kind of particular pieces of content that kind of stick out or stick in your in your mind um, from from the platform that you've from seen. From the platform. Oh mm -hmm. God, I don't know. That's I was I was find this difficult question, and it's it's sort of um, testament to how our brains work in terms mm. of like a good idea in my opinion is kind of sticky it sticks around and yeah. the stuff that does kind of rattle around in your brain is the stuff that kind of long term but i, I yeah i can't think of any off the top of my head yeah fair. i can't either that is a really difficult question um i think because we consume so much on a daily basis my god it's like i'm, I'm having content thrown at me every five seconds um yeah. but yeah i'm not sure to be honest 
Uh, I can't think of any that come to mind. Uh, Rebecca's Rebecca said she's off off to buy a gun. Yeah, if <laughs> only we lived in the US. Corner just, shop. Just just speak to speak to Luke. I'm sure he's got one stashed somewhere. It's true. <laughs> give um, post to the future, guys. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I've gone for the. I've gone. I've gone like kind of off piece down. I'm going for a Star Wars wipe here for the to, to take us into the movie quiz round. So you ready? Okay. Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound go, effects, go, go. Ready? Oh, oh, that didn't work. Oh, oh no. no. There we go. Ooh, hey, there we are. Nice. look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at those. Look at the look at the three D glasses. Whatever the heck that is. It a gremlin? gremlin. It's a gremlin, mate. Yeah. It's a gremlin. Sorry, um, my girlfriend <laughs> made me watch Gremlin last year, and it was cracking. <laughs> oh, see, this is what I mean. I, I'm, I'm somebody that studied film, and I haven't seen the classics. Oh, Gremlins, Gremlins two as well. The new batch is uh, it's fantastic. Right, here we go. Quick fire movie quiz round then. So, yeah, I'm ready. what is your what is your favourite film? Um, favourite film, I've got it on my wall here. The Social Network, um, cracking yep. film. Cinematography is unbelievable. Um, story is just a great way to uh, a great way to describe a very complicated thing, which is Facebook being founded. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably one of my all-time favourites. Definitely, State David uh, David Fincher, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, a Fincher. It. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I do that's, like that's I do like the Fincher. That's why it looks cracking. <laughs> uh, favorite movie quote, if you have one. I was thinking about this last night when you sent them to me. Um, probably something from Superbad, one of my childhood favorite films. Um, uh, they're probably a bit too rude and inappropriate to repeat, but no, basically, do it. Just, just go for it, dude. Um, <laughs> Uh, what she said? Um, oh, what she said? Um, some I can't remember the girl's name. She's making a pubic salad and wants some Seth's own dressing. That's a that's a classic <laughs> from uh, Superbad. I, I just Superbad. I love I love Superbad so much. I have like signed posters. I have the script book. I have everything. It's just. It's such a great film to just watch and completely forget about everything. There's, there's um, uh, a movie my brother recommended. Been, I can't remember the name of it, but it's got the same characters from Superbad. It's got McLovin from Superbad, and, it, and it's a, a guy that does like um, like fancy reenactment stuff. Um, I, role I models. Yeah, that's it. That's such a good film. Again, hilarious. another one. Like, I, I really might watch Role Models this weekend because it is. It's just it's one of those films where I can just put it on and not have to think about it it's great Too much. love it uh, um star trek or star wars and after that why never watched any of them oh uh, fair enough but he so, did say he did he did say before this that he's he's going to check out the mandalorian so. yes that's yeah. that's on my christmas watch list the girlfriend <laughs> is leaving me for uh two weeks to go see her brother so i'm going to uh, be sat in front of my computer slowly uh looking more and more obese while eating christmas treats Oh, well, yeah, I think I think the stream dropped out there a second. Oh, okay. Well, I was just talking about being fat and watching Netflix, so it's fine. <laughs> I can relate to that, so that's that's you all didn't, good. You didn't miss much. <laughs> um, first film you remember seeing as a kid? First movie. Oh, I was thinking about this again. I remember watching uh, Toy Story in the cinema, uh, the mm -hmm. first one, I think. First one, second one. Uh, just like Pixar films, I remember watching as a kid um big fan of pixar i love all pixar films um yeah so probably a toy story or finding nemo something like that i think 
Oh no. Has the stream broken? Oh no. Has my internet gone? Oh no. Um, can anybody hear me? Oh no. Oh. Hello. Oh, we're back again. We're back. My my my, my <laughs> internet connections. We're, we're, let, let's 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 wrap up quickly because I think my internet connection is about to explode. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, th I, I, I I was like opening up every tab, like, oh god, something's broken again, and it's broken again. I can hear you. Maybe they can hear me and nobody else. Maybe. Either way, I'm worried. Can can people hear me? I'm not sure. I'm watching the stream. Oh, I think I think mine's I think mine's fine. Nick, you're frozen, so welcome to the Fraser show, everyone. Um today we're gonna be oh, he's gone, nope. he's back. We're back, we're I've, back, right? I've we're, been we're... live this whole time. Dude, I it, yeah, it just keeps it's dropping just you. out. It's, it's, it's turned into the my, Fraser it's my, show. It's my end. <laughs> have a great time wrap it up fraser <laughs> okay um thanks everyone i can't press any buttons to to leave um so just what that fraser obviously nick's frozen fraser you need to style this one out um i'd like to say a, a big thank you to everyone <laughs> for being being around. actually i have the questions that he was going to ask me let let me go through them hold on here we go um what were the um favorite film scene as a kid we've done that one what's your favorite movie genre a uh, big fan of heist films um, and comedy films. Favorite actor or actress? Um, um, Chloe, what's the one in Superbad called that I like? Right, I'm off ski. Okay, have a good I've one. Been, I've been going <laughs> through the questions. I've been... <laughs> I've been going through I've, them over I've here. Got, I've, I've got to hit the end button. Okay, it's just, bye. It just keeps dropping out. Thanks, so everyone. Have a good bye. weekend, guys. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. 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 bye.